0: Hi there, I'm Ollie from near Philadelphia. I'm Cinna from Ohio. And this is Backlist and Chill. Today, we are in season six, our final episode, episode five. We're talking about Wyvern Hail, the Kieshera volume five by Amelia Atwater Rhodes. Thank God. <laughs> it's almost fucking over. We're so close. Once again.
1: Too much fucking pie. I need anything else.
0: <laughs> As we were discussing momentarily before this podcast started, uh, when we begin these Amelia Atwater Road seasons, we've been like, all right, yeah, this will be great. This will be fun. And then we hit, like, book three and we're like, I'm ready for this to be done. My yeah. body. Something else. Something that's Please. not these. It's just because, like, you start to really understand the books um, in a bad way. Like... I know what the descriptions are going to sound like. I know how the plot is going to go. Every Mm. character talks the same. I get the same (laughs) descriptions over and over again about how the falcons stand at the ready with their right-hand clasp. Ugh. (laughs) Tired of it. Exactly. So done with it.
1: Ugh. So on this, our last day of talking about the
0: Kieshera, what are you drinking? I'm drinking absinthe. And... Today we're featuring Canada Dry bold ginger ale because I didn't have any. Ginger- yeah. I didn't have any ginger ale left in the house, but the children had left this bottle because they did not like it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I
0: understand. It's real ginger. It burns. You've had it? We tried it this week. Oh my goodness, I'm so sad, but glad that you know my pain. <laughs> It does. It's like on fire, which is probably appropriate for this book. It This, this is true. You know what? The thing is that it's not
1: bad. It's just like I could be drinking ginger ale and not hurting myself.
0: I feel like I put a slice of ginger ale on my uvula. <laughs> this is true. And just let it sit there. It does. It sizzles. It's fucking wild. Sizzles is the right word. Yeah, I keep adding more ginger ale, hoping it'll cut. Like, I should have done half the amount of absinthe because it's just, it's too much burn. But you live, you learn, you know? <laughs> and I learned. And what am I going to call it? Let's see. What's something that's it's so on fire? Uh, what is it that I keep saying? Ashes and ice or something? Yeah, let's call it ashes and ice. Or fire and ice. Let's call it fire and ice. It totally is. The liquid is fire and there's ice cubes. Fire <laughs> this is a high a this is a high that's what it there is there you go i like that la high there we go she's Good the job. narrator see that's perfect because
1: high high burns and echo is cold so mm-hmm. yeah perfect and what are you drinking now so i found a very simple recipe for a drink called tears of a prophet I love that. (laughs) Yep, it is Mandarin Orange Vodka. It's specifically Absolute Mandarin. okay. And uh, there's a fruit. Persephone Pomegranate. (gasps) I love Persephone Pomegranate. (laughs) It's Pomegranate juice and Mandarin uh, Absolute. Um, Tragically, the Absolute Mandarin is kind of terrible. It's super bitter. You should have done vodka, orange juice, and pomegranate juice. I, so, I uh, fun fact behind the recording, I had spilled my first drink, Um, so Let's I went it. back downstairs and I did not make the same thing. I love that Tears of a Prophet was like, nah, fuck that,
0: and fell over.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was tragedy. If I had been high, I could have seen that and prevented <laughs> it. But no, so I just went downstairs and I got some, like, orange liqueur and vodka and the pomegranate juice and pineapple juice and now I'm drinking that and it's slightly better. So the first one was Tears of a Prophet. What do you call on this version? Sad. Sad Prophet. Sad Prophet. That's better. That's great. It's not Tears of a Prophet. It's <laughs> Sad Prophet. It's the meme version of Tears of a Prophet. <laughs> it's googly eyes.
0: Beautiful. So, I'm going to read the blurb. Do it. "Hi has always been an outsider." With a falcon mother and a deceased cobra father, she is considered a mongrel by most, an ally by some, and a friend by few. Hy's broken falcon wings are a painful reminder of the life she once led on the island of Onmeek. and here in Wyvern's court, the Avian and Serpienti royal family keep their distance, refusing to acknowledge her cobra bloodline. They know that Hai's magic is so volatile she can barely control it, and images of the past and future threaten to overwhelm her. When High's cousin Eliza Charday Cobriana abdicates the throne of Wyvern's court, High has visions only of destruction, the Serpiente king Salem dying in her arms, the dutiful guard Nicias unable to save a generation of children, and Wyvern's court engulfed in flames. Now High will do anything to protect her new home, even if it means betraying the very people who need her most. In this stunning conclusion to the series The Kieshera, Amelia Atwater Rhodes captures the hopes and dreams of the shapeshifters as they fight to preserve their most cherished gift, freedom <laughs> I mean, it's not the most interesting blurb, but eh, it's mostly true. I feel like saying that the Serpiente and Avian family don't acknowledge her bloodline is like, well, neither fucking does she, so... <laughs> but, you know... Accurate, more or less. Accurate, but, but meh. <laughs> yeah, accurate, but boring. Hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, correct. Much like this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't talked
1: about it that much, so I'm genuinely curious to find out how you feel, which I suppose we can do after we look at the cover.
0: Yeah, look at the cover. All right, so first things first on this cover. I had sent along to you an image. Just want people to know that there is a second version of this cover that doesn't exist in book form, that somehow is still out there. And uh, it's, like, leather and sexy. (laughs) PG-13. Definitely PG-13. Yeah, -hmm. it's like like a Buffy version. So uh, we'll link that. But what do we got for Z? So the
1: real cover... Is another Cliff Nielsen joint. We are sticking with our Renaissance vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the black border on this one. You can, or at least on the version that I have, you can really see the snake skin texture that he has put all along the border.
0: Yeah, even the the shimmery. Because I still have my dust jacket. Mm-hmm. They did a much better job than fucking
1: Wolf Cry. I'm glad to hear it. No giant wolf faces on this one. We're gonna miss zero you, but... wolf faces. In fact. So the primary background is fire. There's fire everywhere. Flames. Cliff was really dipping into his Flames fire Flames on the side of her face. <laughs> yes, on the sides, the back, the arms, the legs. <laughs> and then the primary image is one of, I assume, high, but it looks nothing like her. No. It's high holding, I I don't know, is it supposed to be Nysias? Salem?
0: No, no, no. That's Salem.
1: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: You can tell it's Salem from the sexy leather cover.
1: Oh, okay. Cause he was wearing leather pants, so yes. serpiente. Yes. Um he's a dancer in his meadows. <laughs> so it's it's high holding Salem. She's got her wings out. So the color palette on this one is a lot of orange and like pale yellow. There's not
0: a lot of different colors.
1: No. But The thing that bothers me most about this picture is that, like, despite it being very dramatic and and very, like, classical, as we've discussed with, like, the Falcon Dance cover, it doesn't look like high. Like, they go on and on and on about high's black hair, her cobra black hair, and her red highlights, and blah, 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 blah. And this lady is, like... A brunette. A brunette. Like yeah. bronze brunette. You know, she's got her wings out, which High
0: does not get until the end of the book. Like, Yeah, no, High would never have her fucking wings out like this. But you got to show that she's like a fucking shapeshifter somehow, right?
1: Yeah, it's just kind of a bummer because I think the other books have done like a fairly decent job of representing their subjects. And I feel like this is the first one where we're like, that's not like if I looked at this cover, I wouldn't know who this was. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, if the hair was a little bit lighter, you might assume that it was Siv. Mm-hmm. But it's not.
1: No, I mean, it's clearly high, because it's about high. It's just, darker hair, Cliff. Cliff. <laughs> just make the hair black, okay? It's easy. Just fucking do it. Just darken up the hair. Salem's hair is black. Salem, BT-dubs, also looks like Ian
0: Somerhalder. Yes, I would agree with that, definitely. <laughs> I've been staring at his face, and it's like, yep. That's Damien. Right? I'm
1: shocked how well you can see his face, right? <laughs> um, There's also some weird artifacting, and I thought it was just my copy down at the bottom. Oh, the
0: yeah. I've always been like, why is that there?
1: But yeah, it looks just like badly extracted flames, but I saw it on your copy, too. So what yeah. the fuck,
0: Cliff? I-, I thought maybe is it a map, but I'm like, there's no map in this. Like, there's no reason for it.
1: No, it just looks bad. It looks like somebody didn't go around and feather
0: their edges. Cliff, come on. This is Bush League. <laughs> um, I'd like to note that Cliff Nielsen does not draw any fucking hands in this one, and that feels weird. It's the kind of image where when someone like doodles a thing and like purposely covers the hands or the feet, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you just didn't feel like drawing hands today, did you, Cliff? I can see that.
1: But if you zoom in, or you know, you can't zoom in because you have a physical copy. I but can if- bring it to my face. If I zoom in at the bottom next to the word the, you can kind of see where the border is overlaying what would be Salem's hand. Like, you can see the hand is there. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But otherwise, yes, because everything is so feathery, it does look like, "Mm, we're just going to stick this back here. (laughs) You didn't
0: pay me enough to draw hands today, so.
1: I assume that Salem has some sort of handle on his back, because otherwise I'm not really sure how high is holding him.
0: I think that's what it is. Like, he doesn't look like he's being held by her.
1: No, he looks like he's in the process of
0: falling out of her arms. Yeah, which is a weird motion to be, like, walking into this story on. Be like, mmm, drop. (laughs) I love
1: it. It's just, like, it's High being very Rorschach, like, I'll whisper, no.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) You're stuck in Wyvern's court with me. (laughs) Oh, Very good. Good times. (laughs) Uh, As last time, sniffing the book. It's still just kind of empty, and I get that kind of old glue smell as opposed to old paper smell. I'm very bummed for you. I know. My book, however, I did notice when I started reading it, like, Mm -hmm. was in immaculate condition. (laughs) Oh, good. Where it's like, oh, I read this one time. (laughs) I opened it, and it still had that kind of, like crack the. (laughs) (laughs) I love it but yeah real good real good condition and somehow I must have picked up a copy from like my store but it's signed by the author nice I don't know how I got my hands on that because by this point we were not talking yeah so let's get back to transparency on that in fact I may have caused a lot of trouble with this book. I don't remember how much advice I gave to the author. I assume anything that is wrong is my fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, standard um, disclaimer. Standard, standard disclaimer. Ollie sucks. <laughs> and uh, reading it, like, 15 years later, because this was, what, 2000... Shit, when was this? 2006? 2007? 2007. Wow. We're plowing through these. So 2007, reading it, and then now reading it Um, almost 15 years later what I remember of the book versus what's actually in the book it's like oh okay I'm glad that that part isn't in there anymore maybe I helped but there's other shit that happens this bad where I'm like did I do that (laughs) did I suggest that I know I had definitely like pushed for a different ending and the editor was like how about we don't (laughs) really yeah and that's fine but like I definitely wanted a darker ending as a person as a friend being like but you could do this. (laughs) And when it went to the editor, the editor was like, no, 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 we should definitely (laughs) not. I was like, ah, darn. I want to know. I can tell you when we get there. Um, And You're going to be like, Ollie, why would you ever suggest that? (laughs) I'm going to be so mad at you. You'll be so glad that I was not listened to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This this does sound like you because you're like, make it darker. Mm Mm-hmm. No, for sure, that is like my MO. Any anybody who happens to be listening to this who knows me, which is like basically nobody, mm-hmm. um, I like angst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where I live. I don't understand happiness. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I think we're ready. All right,
1: God. So, like, does what what plot? You know,
0: does <laughs> it have a plot? Who knows? Sometimes. I feel like, all right. So first off, my copy is one hundred seventy-four pages. One hundred seventy-four pages, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous to me. And with the amount of pages that are not actually high, but high being what you called a television, <laughs> a high's plot's probably like a hundred pages.
1: Yeah. So that's one thing that I noticed. Read right off like, I read this twice, as as I do. You did.
0: Um. Yeah. I'm very glad you did.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not. I know. So that is one thing I noticed that like the plot only picks up about halfway through the book and then it ends like two or three chapters before the end. And then Hi just spends a lot of time like thinking about stuff. And the plot makes me very angry. <laughs> 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 the The plot part where like things happen and they do stuff. I hate it. Mm -hmm. I think the parts where High is thinking about stuff is less infuriating in that it is less character assassination for the rest of the cast.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Um, And it's more focused on. So one thing that I did want to note is that this is very much High's book, right? Like
0: no one else could tell the story.
1: Yes. And we've talked about like the other books where some of them felt appropriate. Snake charm, cough, cough, you know, not so much. (laughs) But this one feels the most like a character development story for Hai.
0: Yeah. I did like Hai so much more this time than I did the first time reading it.
1: Same. Hai felt different from the rest of the cast. She still felt reminiscent to me of some of the villains that we've had in the past, but not a whole lot. So I feel like Hai is like a fairly unique voice.
0: She's not Jessica. Right. But she is like...
1: Maybe a little Razika
0: yeah yeah i could see that where it's like she has her own shit that she's doing stop leave her alone everybody back the fuck off (laughs) but with like jessica's prophetic abilities
1: oh god i just realized jessica's a tv
0: oh god wow this has been a problem for a while huh yeah even rosika was like i fell asleep here have some backstory but
1: we could trace that part at least back to, like, The Last Vampire, you know, when Sita yeah. did her thing where she fell asleep. At least that was Razika's memories. Jessica was literally just other people. Yeah, no, you're right. Jessica was absolutely a TV. Yep. God, we're just... Here we are at Backless and Chill seeing the patterns. That's why we're here. That's, that's what we're here for. Connect another red line.
0: I'll get the string
1: I appreciate that this is very much a lot of character development for High. Like, that is at least 50% of this book, so. Yeah, I agree. The other 50% sucks, and I hate it.
0: (laughs) Let's focus on the stuff that doesn't suck. Nope, can't. No, sorry. We must have plot. Uh, Like, I just, I hate the way these books plot.
1: I guess what frustrates me most about the plot in finger quotes is is that by the end of the book, it's exactly the same as it was when Wolf Cry ended.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Definitely. Uh, remember where I was like, do we need book five? We'll find out. We didn't need book five.
1: <laughs> like, I appreciate what it does for High, but... Yeah. From the Wyvern's Court standpoint...
0: <laughs> the Wyvern's Court is just like, we're a little bit more pissed off, but basically the same.
1: Right. So yeah, I just... I'm me just standing here like, but Why?
0: Why did we need this?
1: Right, like why couldn't we? I guess I know why we couldn't do some other thing from High's perspective, but Cause the
0: point was Falcons. This whole series was about the Falcons. <laughs> Psych. Stop, 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 stop.
1: Okay, so this picks up. God, like maybe before the end of Wolf Cry.
0: Yeah, yeah, because uh, she hears about the abdication, and like by the time I got down there, Eliza wasn't in the square. So like it starts. And then, like, Eliza's off having her chap- her final chapter. Mm-hmm.
1: So, high picks up. There's a, a dramatic introduction. She finds out that Eliza is abdicated. People are upset. You know, they don't really know what to think. But the serpents are going to move forward with Siv and uh, Salem as their monarchs. And is just like, well, this doesn't involve me. So (laughs) High spends a few chapters having uh, visions that kind of fill in some of the stuff that we already know. But it gives us like a first person perspective from it. Like we actually see how Alistair was created.
0: Yeah, that was interesting.
1: And we see we like see a little bit more of the Dossie falling apart.
0: This is definitely a Dossie book.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's like High's the beginning. Most of Hai's visions center around the Dossi. But she keeps having visions of Salem dying in her arms, and it keeps happening the same way, but with slight variations, which leads Hai to think, oh, this is a prophecy that has a really good chance of coming true. So, Salem's coronation comes. He names Rosalie as his mate. Uh, Rosalind. Rosalind, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, he names Rosalie from Twilight. Crossover (laughs) trick. Rosalind is
0: very confused.
1: (laughs) This blonde girl just shows up and she's like, who are you and what the fuck are you wearing? Anyway. (laughs) They have this coronation. Things seem like kind of okay. Right. This is the next day? Ooh. Yes. I did ask you about the timeline. How did that play out?
0: So, all right. Hai shows up four months ago with Nicias. Four months pass. Salem has become a dancer. It starts at his coronation. Six mm-hmm. weeks pass, and Eliza is finally home. So it has now been five and a half months since Nicias returned from on Mhm. Eliza has abdicated. Mm-hmm. The following day, like, they're like, okay, Eliza abdicated. Uh, Salem is going to announce that Rosalind is his mate, so that, like, the Serpiente have a king, and it all moves forward Because we've basically been acting like uh, Danica and Zane are too fucking old anyway, and (laughs) that these kids are the monarchs to begin with. Like, that has been a point of contention for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way that they're just, like, treating these princes and princesses like they're in fucking charge. And they're like, well, shit, we gotta pass it to Salem. Okay, quick, get Rosalind up there. (laughs) Uh, yeah, very irritating to me that it's like, Eliza literally abdicated yesterday. You could have, like, spent some time talking with Zane about hello, uncle. When should I announce? Would it be good for me to announce? You and Danica are currently the monarchs. Siv isn't likely to inherit for a while because she's 16 and isn't probably going to have a baby anytime soon. But no, Salem just, like, jumps the fucking gun or this plot would not have happened.
1: Right, and my other question is, like, Salem has grown up, as we've discussed, not expecting to take the throne. So, like, has anybody taught Salem politics?
0: Yeah, I I feel like this was a really poor decision on the plot's part. I think that they could have been like, prologue, Eliza has abdicated. (laughs) It has now been six months and Salem has finally finished preparing you know, he's gone to his his monarch classes, <laughs> and he's ready to take on being a king. Today, we we welcome a new Diente.
1: I must say that I would definitely read Salem's spin-off series, The Diente Diaries.
0: <laughs> In general, I love Salem. I think he's a good character. But anytime someone becomes, like, an adult, the king, they lose personality. Mm-hmm. And we see that with Salem in like the final chapters too, where I'm like, I loved him at the end of Wolf Cry, being like, Eliza, you've returned. Ah, oh, I thought I would have to give up my life of hedonism. And I'm like, oh, you fop, I love you, <laughs> you bisexual fop. It's good. <laughs> so it is the next day when Salem announces at the in the evening, like the the dancers throw a big fuck ass party.
1: Yeah. The thing that really rolled me the first time I read this was that so much happened so quickly. Like we'll eventually get to a point where Eliza has to come back after fucking off into the forest, and for she's three been gone days. for like two or three days. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's
0: not been long. It's wild. Like if I was Eliza, I'd be like, "You went without me for six weeks because <laughs> you knew I had abdicated. Then I came back, was like, I didn't fucking abdicate, and I was like, oh shit." I kidnapped me. (sighs) No, I need to abdicate. And then three days later, you're all like, Eliza, how do I use the can opener?
1: Eliza's like, I literally can't leave this place for five seconds before it explodes.
0: I'm trying to be on my honeymoon. Leave
1: me the fuck alone. (laughs) Right? I do love that. I love that also, from the perspective of the serpents, it's like, Eliza abdicates, but then she doesn't, but then she does, but then she doesn't, but then she does
0: again? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Eliza's gone. Okay, I guess. Eliza's back. Whew, okay. No, but she's back to tell us she's really gone. Oh. Okay. Salem's king now. Cool. He's hurt. Ooh. <laughs> Eliza's back. Yeah. Uh, oh, but High prevented it. Okay. <laughs> I I'm going back to the Serpiente Palace. I don't want to be in Wyvern's court anymore. <laughs> right. Thank you. You are all so much drama.
1: Wake me up when someone's been monarch for like three months and then we'll talk. <laughs> it's it's a lot for poor Wyvern's court in this in this like this year for Wyvern's
0: court. It's just been rough. Yeah, I feel, because I was thinking about it at the end of the book, I was like, yeah, this series would absolutely have been very good to see from the perspective of someone who is not the fucking monarchs, (laughs) as we've discussed. Yeah, just being like, what is going on? Why are they doing this? Why does it matter? Why don't any of them fucking communicate? I just need
1: the omake outtakes, you know, like, those things that they stick in the back of the volumes of manga where the author <coughs> just draws, like, little four-panel comics about what some side character was doing. I need, yes. like, the entire Keisha Ra from, like, some merchant's
0: perspective. Right. Can we talk about, also, very briefly, just the fact that, like, Maris and Urban completely disappear? Oh, I They do no? <laughs> not matter too high, and that's why it upsets me when it's all, like... Word of God that Maris and Urban are totally together. No, it didn't fucking matter to you. (laughs) It did matter to this story. Because they didn't show up again in this goddamn book. (laughs) So, like, there were moments where it was like, you could have mentioned Urban is in the goddamn dancer's nest. Anything for your audience who is obsessed with this side plot. No. Never. Never. But yeah, I would totally read the series from, like, Maris and Urban's perspective. I would love it.
1: Anyway. Salem is being coronated. They have a big old party. High uh, sees Siv go to Salem for advice about something. Post oh, Siv. And then later, she sees Siv try to kiss Prentice, her uh, Alistair, who in the past few books has been kind of a walking dick. Um, yeah. But not in, like a fun way, in like
0: a jerk way. Yeah, in a like, do you even fucking, like, you're, he, he had to have known that there was the potential for like him to be king someday. I wonder if, like, because um, Nicola was the traditional
1: one, right? Like, maybe, yeah. like, she intentionally chose, like, a traditional Family. Alistair for Civ so that she'd be like, this will curb Danica's
0: influence. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick move. But but that does bring it all all up, right? All of the stuff of the first two books versus the last three books where it's, like, Nicola said, "Sure, I would absolutely raise my child in Wyvern's court if I had another child." Mm-hmm. But then you've got this really serious traditional Alistair, and it's like this is not ha- this is not what you said you would do. So it sucks, and it's very yeah. like
1: reading this the first time was so frustrating because, like, I didn't remember a fucking thing. So I had no idea, like, where this book was going to end. So every, like, bad twist, I was like, is this it? Is this going to be the book? I'm going to be so angry. Anyway. Well, and even the stuff with Prentice kind of fucking came out of nowhere for me. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I I feel like Prentice
0: has been a background dick for the you know, he a has while. been a background dick, but he's not been the level of dick that this book decided he should be. Because, like you mentioned, it does a good job of murdering everybody's character. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, uh, again, the whole fact that we get Serpiente—they're so violent, and yet the only violence we ever see comes from the birds.
1: Right. I mean, maybe that's that's the stereotype, right? Yeah. But um. Siv tries to kiss prentice prentice basically calls her a serpiente whore yeah you're acting like a dancer yeah which Siv reasonably take offense to like she calls yeah. out the part that he didn't say out loud
0: mm-hmm. which you know
1: clap 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 girl i love you
0: Siv. you're a good kid you t- poor civ she tries she gets real she fucked did. by this narrative too I'm Um, glad we didn't get a sixth book from her perspective, but I like to imagine what it could be if it wasn't in the hands of this author. (laughs) Fanfic, fanfic. Raven! (laughs) Raven, add it to the pile. (laughs) Raven's gonna write a million words. (laughs) Poor
1: Raven. Anyway, so Siv gets really upset, and she spends the rest of the night hanging out with the serpents and Prentice fucks off because you know you've embarrassed me, Prentice, so <laughs> Prentice is like, you're like my sister <laughs> that I'm gonna have to have children with someday, please don't kiss me uh, the night passes the next day, and i'm I'm cutting out a lot of stuff that happens with high because I'm just trying to get through the plot. No, for sure, you're already at like page seventy eight just so you know. Yes, thank God. So, the <laughs> next day, Hai goes into the market, and she's chatting with some of the uh, vendors. Both, I think two of them who
0: have names that are, like, people from the boards. All right, I know Arkidi. I didn't recognize any of the other ones. I think Salakin was also. That's great. Yeah, basically the I two traders, you know, the two jerks in this book. I mean, you know, the author's, one of the author's very good friends was Carl, and that's, you know, Fair. one of the traitors from the first book you know if you're friends with the author and the author puts you in the books assume you're the traitor (laughs) except not you you're the princess no i get to fuck off with my girlfriend to the woods for three days and then abdicate again and then abdicate again and then abdicate again (laughs) (laughs)
1: then dump my girlfriend and then get back with my girlfriend
0: (laughs) so dump my girlfriend for dude and i don't like dudes so why do i keep fucking having babies (laughs) <laughs> we we'll will talk get there it. anyway
1: we will fucking talk about it uh they get into a conversation about how civ looked really
0: upset when she went home the next morning and i like to headcanon that she hung out with poor Sa- salem and rosalind all night chatting about why won't he just fucking kiss me <laughs> and poor right. salem and rosalind are like we were gonna fuck but i need to talk to my cousin aunt
1: i i love that that's so wholesome i i
0: approve <laughs> I definitely Uh, think that's what happened.
1: Instead of just getting drunk and just being
0: like, I just have all these feelings, like, down there, you know? And I just want to do stuff. I've hung out with serpents, and serpents, like, tell me that it's okay to masturbate, so I do. (laughs) And I just want to masturbate with my boyfriend, who should be my husband. This isn't, like, a fling. Like, we've literally been engaged since I was born. Porn, you guys. (laughs) Like, guys, we're gonna eventually get together anyway, so I just want to kiss him now. Why can't we just kiss? Do you want some water, (laughs) Siv? No. (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep drinking this mead. It makes me feel good.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, Rosalind's just like Salem. I'm gonna go to bed.
0: Roslyn's like, Look, I know that the Serpiente are like, when a bonded royal pair and all that shit, but like, I don't know, I've got some girlfriends. We're gonna go chill. (laughs) All right, I'll see you in the morning, Salem,
1: okay? Uh, Good good "Good luck, Siv. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, You're like my best friend.
1: <laughs> I love you guys. See, you guys <laughs> get to go do it. Like you could totally be do you <gasps> Am I keeping you from doing it? Oh my, oh my god. god. I'm oh so god. sorry. I'm
0: such an avian I prevent other people from having oh, sex. No. Why wow, no! is this happening to me? <laughs> 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 the sixteen year old is the sweetest thing in the world. Precious, I love it. <laughs> Protect. <laughs> Unfortunately, the assembled group in the market interprets things quite darkly. They think Salem and Rosalind, probably, uh got down and dirty with Siv and that she regrets it. Not even that! They think that Salem straight up raped her. That's so ridiculous. Oh yes, I am the king and on my wedding night I would like to rape the uh, heir to the Tulithea.
1: Well, and so here's the thing. Like when they spin this rumor, it gradually evolves out of like, ooh, maybe Siv and Salem
0: like did it consensually to somebody being like, yeah, but I don't know. She looked a little distressed. That doesn't look like the way a lady who spent an evening being happy would look.
1: Yep. And then it, I guess it does kind of get out of control because when Nicias arrives, like
0: people are like, Nicias, do something about this ring, <clears throat> right? And he's like. I think you should all chill out and consider what you just fucking accused the Diente of. Right. Thanks.
1: I just hate that this is, like, using the collective attitude of the Avian and the Serbiente against rape as, like, a Chekhov's gun. And it's not even, like, Civ making an accusation or anything. It's a fucking That's rumor. what drove me up
0: a wall. I'm like, you all need to stop. If something happened, she'll fucking say something. Right? That's what's so wild is, like, they're doing it on purpose like
1: this is something that Salakin and Arcadia are doing to right we we learn later they that
0: they've done this on purpose cuz they knew how Prentice would feel they knew that we don't have to convince everyone we just have to assume that Prentice will hear it and be like ah! fly off the handle which says so much about what they view of Prentice which he fulfills so you know i know and i hate it because it's too serpiente.
1: I mean, it's playing into the whole Avian, like, protect your mate thing, which we've seen with the hate crimers, you know?
0: Yeah. Weirdly, though, I feel like the hate crimers (laughs) were like, this happened and my sisters were upset and we had to move and we came up here for festival and then this fucking happened. So we did this hate crime because we're (laughs) assholes. Where Prentice, it was like, I heard a rumor, so I'm going to go kill a man.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty wild leap from somebody who was supposed to be, like, in some
0: sort of diplomatic position, right? That absolutely right. Like, you're not just a dude, and you would think that he would go, Okay, if I murder Salem, (laughs) I'm not going to get away with it. I need to be prepared for that. (laughs) But I will have avenged my love and the man who raped her. Oh, maybe I should ask her and see how she's doing. Because I did upset her a lot last night.
1: Well, he did talk to her and she said that she was tired and she was fine.
0: Yeah. So the fact that he hears this and then immediately goes, off I don't know, it's just, it's such a huge leap of logic. And I feel like considering that the the hate crimers came out and were like, no, it wasn't Prentice, it was us. We would never want him to get in trouble. He wouldn't have done that. And then he fucking goes and like tries to kill the fucking king and, and would have succeeded again if there had not been magic. Yeah.
1: A lot of people have to take a lot of stupid pills to make yeah. this plot work. And I think that this applies to Prentice as well. But I do think that, like, Prentice is the one that I could theoretically believe the most just because they've set him up to be such a rigid asshole.
0: Yeah, I, I think I would have liked to have seen, since we had the TV playing, uh, I would have liked to have seen more of a reason for Prentice to believe it. I would have liked to have seen Prentice actually talk to and confront Salem about it or actually talk to Siv about it and be like, oh my god, she's not telling me. She doesn't want to tell me the thing. Like, I want, I wish it hadn't been... He talked to Siv and she was like, I'm tired and leave me the fuck alone because you're an asshole. And then I heard this rumor that you got raped and now I'm going to go talk to Salem with a knife.
1: Right. Now I'm going to go kill a monarch
0: premeditated. Yeah. Like it just, it needed a little something more. And I understand that this book is 173 pages, but like how quickly it happened is is part of what we've discussed with many of these. And it should have been a rumor for longer than two seconds. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, High was there when it started, and then Prentice got his hand on the strongest Amhaj poison. So, like, one, why do you still fucking have this? Two, how fucking did he hear blah, 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 maybe Salem raped Siv, and then, like, run off and then run and find Salem, like, because High was seeing it through her television. I expressed my disbelief.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it sucks, and, you know, maybe it's part of the point that, like, they can collapse so very quickly back to war but it's it is still very frustrating it feels like not having enough faith in these characters which you know if that's the point that's the point but yeah that is the point <laughs> so The rumor gets back to Prentice. Prentice thinks that uh, Siv has been raped. He goes to confront Salem. He would totally go down for premeditated murder in a court of law because he was chill enough to fake his way into meeting Salem and didn't just, like, attack
0: him on the street, you know? Yeah, yeah. He didn't be like, Salem, I heard this. And Salem being like, I don't have to answer to you.
1: (laughs) Yep, nope. So High sees this, she goes to try to stop it, she tells Nicias to try to help her stop it, but the two of them are too late. They keep Prentice from killing Salem completely, but he stabs Salem, which has the poison on it, which does essentially the same thing, and word for word, High's vision has come true. So High makes the choice that she, could, she did not make in her visions to try to reach in and save Salem using her echo powers. she sort of succeeds she like cuts out the poison but she also ends up like salem's magic is lost in the process of high saving his body because the fucking poison is like nom 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 nom. yep and there are so many words devoted to why salem is alive but not alive according to these world rules but the the gist of it is that his body is alive his he's kind of braided his soul's gone his magic's gone he's not going to wake up again
0: can't be anything if you don't have magic, I guess,
1: yep, so Hi wakes up, she is horrified to find that Salem is not going to wake back up, and she knows that the next step is to bring Eliza back, who, as we've previously discussed, has been on her honeymoon for two days <laughs> she so this is where the book ratchets up in like just making me so angry. Um, because we have spent a whole book on why Eliza cannot be a monarch.
0: That was the whole point. Yep. Yep. I mean, we, we've already, we've been talking about this since Falcon Dance.
1: Yeah, that was the big thing that Nicias learned in Falcon Dance. That was the whole point of Wolf Cry. But Salem is, you know, not going to wake up. And so Nicias is like, oh, I gotta get Eliza, guys. We need Eliza back.
0: He's got such a fucking hard on for Eliza.
1: And I get it from Nicias' perspective in a way, right? Because, like, I mean, Nicias should know that Eliza can't have a child, right? Like, and that's... Well, and he even says it to her, too. Well, but they waste so many words on like why there has to be a breeding couple as the DNJ. Sure.
0: Without a viable heir. Like there is so much grossness in these moments here.
1: Right. Because the book has to do backflips to justify not making Zane the king. Not looking <laughs> Zane for... who hasn't
0: been king for two days. Right. Like not looking for some other solution. Actually, hold on. I'm gonna timeline obsess. Salem became Diente at sunset when he announced Rosalind as his mate. The next fucking morning, yep. Apprentice stabs him. Mm-hmm. Zine has not been king for less than 24 hours.
1: Well, Hi is passed out for a while after she no, does save there doesn't
0: say there doesn't say shit about her being out for a while.
1: Yeah, it is because she and uh, Nicias wake up together and she has to go like look for Salem and find out what's happened.
0: Yeah, Salem was taken up to the nurse's room in the rookery, and Siv is there. And it's, it's kind of indicated to me through the timeline obsessing that this is the first time she's visited him to get an update. That, like, Prentice was dragged before her, and then she was like, fucking take him away, give him to Nest Justice, and then she went to see Salem. This is still the same day.
1: Mm. I I would believe that. I would also believe that it's been like a
0: day. It Either way, it's negligible amount of time. Extremely negligible. I think he hasn't been king for less than 24 hours.
1: Right. But because of reasons that will be uh painstakingly explained to us, Zane can't be the king. We don't have time to discuss some other option. So it has to be Eliza right now, <laughs> even though she just left, because we all know that she can't be a monarch for Falcon reasons.
0: The fucking thing of being like, well, we have to do blah blah because the serpents or the avians or whoever, that like the idea that it's like, well, people are so used to XYZ thing happening and we must do it quickly or they'll get restless is gross to me because it feels really shitty, often to the dancers because of the whole fucking way they start rumors and shit, right? The whole way of it is very bad to the common people.
1: I mean, I get why they would want somebody in charge, right? Because a bird just murdered a snake, and if you don't have anybody telling the snakes what to do, like, obviously maybe a war, you know? Like, things are tense.
0: For sure, for sure. But again, even Zane could step up and be like, my nephew, who became king yesterday, has been stabbed and is, is recovering I will take over the duties until then. We're going to try to get justice, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. It, it acts like the common people of the Serpiente, the common people of the avians, are a fucking mob that are always two seconds away from revolting and trying to kill everybody. fucking overthrow the monarchy. Let's go. Do it. We don't need it. <laughs> and that is always a problem for me. The way that it's just this faceless mass. Yeah, Yeah. that's it doesn't do. It doesn't do any good for anybody. And it's what causes all of this fucking plot to happen. Being like, shit, we gotta do something. Why? Why not just fucking calm down? Why not actually have guards and and police forces? Not that I encourage that either. But, like, why not just have people who say, hey, are you getting fucking upset? How about you go chill out in the corner for five seconds? Zane was able to do it when he announced Danica as his mate.
1: Yeah. I mean, as we've discussed, uh, you could alleviate a lot of problems by having some sort
0: of gathering of people (sighs) who help make rules. Hmm. Right? Oh, are you starting to get a little, like, off the rails on this one? Hey, I'm going to need you to chill out because we're fucking trying. Right. But, no. Right
1: now, we need a replacement.
0: Immediately. Get Eliza.
1: Nisius and High fight because High is like... Listen up, motherfucker. I've had this vision over and over again. Like, you know Eliza can't be the monarch because she can't have kids. And Nysseus is like, oh, well, I've been studying falcon magic for like six months and and also I'm a prince. So I can handle it. Hi, don't worry about it. And like (laughs) fucking Darian is in the corner like, yeah, no, he can handle it. Hi, don't worry
0: about it. (laughs) Five months is nothing for a falcon. Oh, my fucking God. Right, but like, so. Hi- <laughs>
1: so I know, that, I know.
0: I'm virtually patting you on the back.
1: So, Nicias, despite High's warning and despite also knowing the consequences of.
0: Nicias, despite Falcon Dance.
1: Yeah, Nicias, despite Falcon Dance, perfect. Uh, goes <laughs> to get Eliza to put her back on the throne. Eliza, despite Wolf Cry. <laughs> It's like, uh, no, you're right. I have to be the queen. And I had my little fling with this gal. I'm good. Right. Like, Nicias, despite being like, well, maybe you could, like, adopt? Oh, oh, you sent me this? And I was like,
0: what the fuck?
1: Right? <laughs> Eliza's like, no, I can't adopt. And I'm not actually going to explain why. I'm just going to say that I can't. And then bring up Obsidian and their problems. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. This made me so mad. Because... Okay. Lucy says, it isn't a perfect solution, but there may be some way you could adopt some way. Like, you could adopt. Just say, you could adopt. <laughs> Eliza shook her head. If all I wanted was to be safe from my magic, that would be the answer. But if I must do this make this choice, then I want more to show for it than survival. The Obsidian Guild has been abused by the Cobriana for millennia. Anjay Cobriana promised them equality, but his death destroyed that chance. My father was pledged to a white viper and then ended up executing her. I have a chance to make this right. Like- you don't have to marry him. You just fucking pardon them and say you don't have to follow us with ki- as as a king. You don't have to fucking do anything. You're welcome here. You're just other people. Like, right? That's such a non sequitur. No one was saying anything about the Obsidian Guild, Eliza. Yeah. Just bring Betia.
1: Right, and Eliza doesn't say why she can't adopt. She just starts talking about the Obsidian.
0: Like, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? This is just nonsense. Say, I'll come back. I'll bring Betia. I will adopt somebody also one of the conditions is this is my plan for the obsidian guild that they'll be pardoned and we won't fucking bother them anymore
1: also eliza has been with the obsidian guild for like three days so i don't understand why this is her cause now
0: (laughs) right like she was there and they helped her for like maybe maybe a week in wolf cry
1: i just don't understand because she was like, oh, I couldn't do this as the Wyvern Princess, but I can do this as, like, the Serpiente Princess. And I'm like, why? Why couldn't you why? do this as the Wyvern Princess? Like, You, you had more power as
0: the Wyvern Princess. Right. Like, this is like Eliza got woke. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh my god, did you know we've been so bad to the Obsidian Guild? Holy shit. I am appreciative of the fact that, like, how much Ad- Adelina got brought up in this one. Because mm-hmm. I've always felt bad about all of that. Because... She did do a murder, but she was doing things from the perspective of being like, saying you love me. <laughs> she was having a bad day.
1: She was having a bad day, but then she tried to do like a regicide and start a war against So, like, oh, yeah,
0: no, 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 for sure, for sure. I think she was done dirty because of everything that went wrong, where it was like, I look and go, oh, no, it makes sense why you were just like, this makes no sense. <laughs> yeah it's anyway okay so despite
1: the last two books we've read eliza decides that she's going to come back she says that because the obsidian guild has finger quotes balance then it'll be okay for veer to be her like the the head obsidian guy to be her king except that in the very first vision that she had, the father of her child was the python in Obsidian Guild. So, like, once again, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: Um, very, I think it's very literally, like, Mave's kin are white vipers. So, I think Eliza is like, oh, holy shit, Mave was a white viper, Vare is a white viper. If I fuck a white viper and have a kid then that kid won't have power, it'll be balanced, it'll be fine. Forgetting the fact that the whole coven existed with the Falcons.
1: Right, and also that Nicias was told that's not how it worked. It by is not Parasel. how it works.
0: I theorize that you would need to have, like, a hawk viper child and a, like, cobra hawk child. No, I'm sorry, wait. You would need a cobra hawk child To have a child with a falcon-viper child. Or any mix of these four. Okay, but
1: I hate this whole discussion.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. But there's four fucking groups, right? Because it's the cobras and the hawks, and it's the falcons, and it's the white vipers. Those are the splits.
1: Uh, Yes, okay. But one thing that really stuck out to me reading fucking Wyvern Hale is how much this book hates interspecies erotica. (laughs) um
0: (laughs) but like how much this book hates biracial people
1: yeah like literally no combination is okay like none like hi isn't okay and she's specifically not okay because of the conflicting like magics of her two parents eliza's okay but not
0: okay to ever have children Right. Birds can have children with snakes because, like, that's okay. But then those kids can't have kids.
1: It's just... Why is this a thing? It's so irritating. I know that you had like, a problem with a lot of the racism in, um, like, the fantasy racism in um, Falcon Dance and, like, stuff like that. This one really got to me because there's no situation in which these characters who are different animal forms can fuck and have children and it doesn't like end the world and i hate it so much yeah
0: and especially for the the biracial characters like hi like eliza because everybody else is pure form of whatever they were Mm -hmm. as soon as you were biracial oh no you can't have kids
1: nope no Why? kids for you.
0: Which High learns the hard way. So... <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a fun plot twist to see happen in the moment. Except for the implications of it. <laughs>
1: right, right. So High sees that Nicias is going to bring Eliza back. She knows that this is bad because she keeps seeing Kei popping up. And, like, Ke can have different fathers, but it always results in Ke. It
0: always results in Ke and never a boy. That nope. irritates me.
1: And always results in destruction. So... Hai is like well I'm gonna have to get involved and this is where I give this points over the Maeve Raw in there I feel like Malachi is literally just a tv because he's like passed out for half of it et etc cetera, et cetera. <laughs> including Here, the fucking climax at least Hai's visions drive her to action right so I appreciate yeah.
0: that I would like to pause in this and note that this book does include a romance for the first time like actively even though I want to discuss the romance later but Nicias and Hai have finally gotten together and Hai has now decided to fuck over Eliza. So that was pretty funny to me.
1: Right. Because that's her whole like brief conflict, right? Is it like, oh, I'm going to have to do some stuff that Nicias isn't going to like. And like we got to fuck once and I really love him and this is going to ruin our relationship. But I'm going to do it anyway because otherwise Nicias's beloved wyverns court will burn. Yep. Hai's plan... Is to utilize her followers, who she has, for some reason. That's a thing I don't know why exists. I I don't She's know She's literally been here for
0: five and a half months. She's been
1: here for five and a half months. She's half Falcon and everybody hates Falcons.
0: They liked her dad, but like, so what? Angie only really starts to come up barely for like no reason.
1: But also like so fucking what?
0: That was twenty-five fucking years ago, right? And
1: she's not her dad. She wasn't raised by her dad. The only thing that she has from her dad is her fucking cobra hair blah, 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 and her Wait. cobra eyes. Like
0: Imagine if she had falcon eyes instead of cobra eyes and hair.
1: <laughs> right? If High looked slightly different, nobody would support her. But, like, yeah. why? What are they getting out of this? Like, I get what the Falcon exiles get out of supporting her. Literally, nobody else. Don't understand it. But no, Hai has Serpiente supporters for some reason, so Hai decides to utilize them to do a coup. This is where, again,
0: I feel like Salem or becoming Diente after six months would have really been a benefit to this mm-hmm. book, because then Hai could have had almost a year of I've been interacting with this world.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess. I still wouldn't get what anybody gets out of supporting her, but, you know.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> hi is so like, I don't want to be bothered. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, she's also commonly viewed as unstable. So why? I-, I would like to note that she's viewed as unstable, and I think that that is a force of the narrative. The narrative tells us she's unstable. The narrative tells us she's an asshole.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure, but, like, it still tells us that, so, like, why, what does anybody benefit from putting an asshole, or, like, not an asshole, like, they view high specifically as, like, untrustworthy and, like, unstable, like, in the sense that she could potentially explode at any moment, like, what does anybody get from putting somebody that they look at like that on the throne if they are not there to like puppet master the fallout like i don't get it <laughs> she's a falcon
0: you can't puppet master her she'll puppet master you no, no no for sure for sure but but i still think like i said that if she had been there for about a year and being like i try fornicius i try to go out and do these things i have made acquaintances people talk to me about my father because my mother's abandoned me so i might as well fucking learn about him like anything you could have done a lot with six extra months.
1: Oh sure. If they take in any moment to like develop any of this,
0: then obviously yes, that would make more sense. <laughs> but like Right. Well, it's just I guess I feel like I even if that was put in being like I'd been here for 5 months, I'd be like, "No, you need at least a year." I uh, yeah, I know. Listen, like you need to tell me how high has gained these
1: followers. Otherwise, she could've been there for 10
0: years. I don't care. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. But I don't believe that in less than 6 months people are like we will follow you because you are Anjay's daughter. Right. I really liked your dad. I went to go
1: kill that hawk child with him. And like, we really bonded, you know? <laughs> we bonded that time when
0: your dad died. <laughs> it's, it's because Anjay's shadow, his ghost, didn't linger in Hawksong or Snake Charm. You know, Gregory, Xavier, Mara, anybody who was dead before those books started, even <laughs> the people who died at the beginning, their ghosts did not linger.
1: Absolutely. And, like, if this were, I don't, I hate to bring up Game of Thrones because, like, that series has its own problems. But, like, if you had, like, a Game of Thrones level, like, world building where, like, you know, we understand Anjay's shadow and like Zane thinks about him a lot and like people talk yeah. about him a lot. Then like if that were all God, there, did, then did he sure. ever fucking think
0: about him, even from his fucking perspective.
1: Maybe just to be like bummed that he was the last one, but like it was never like, oh I'll never live up to Anjay. Like it was sure, just Sure,
0: right. Like that could have been it, being like, oh my God, I am Diente and my brother was supposed to be and I I went to go kill Danica, but I couldn't because she was beautiful. Uh if his shadow was just so huge because he was going to be Diente, he was going to bring in the Obsidian Guild. He had gone to Aunt Meek to petition them. Like, like, just, there was so much that could have been done. Right. Tell me how good of a person
1: Anje was, and then tell me how Hai reminds them of Anje in a way that isn't utterly superficial. Right. That isn't like, well, you're his daughter. Well, you got his hair and his eyes. Yeah, like, High hates her serpent half. So, like, when would she ever give anybody the impression that she gives a shit about who Anjay was?
0: I would have even been okay if they were like, we're traditionalists, and you are Anjay's daughter, and therefore.
1: But she's still half Falcon. That's the most untraditional, like... They hate the Falcons. That's, that's a traditional value. Like-
0: <laughs> but traditionally, we hate the Falcons, so I guess we should not like you. No, but like the whole thing with Eliza where she was half hawk and they were prepared to have her. I don't know. I feel like there's only 25% chance someone would actually follow Pi. If that, honestly. Of being like, well, I supported Eliza, but I'm a traditionalist and would prefer to have the oldest child of the previous generation as my queen and I can
1: get over the Falcon thing for some reason. You know, whatever. For some
0: reason, except for the fact that you've never done that. I don't know. You're right. There's so many fucking hoops.
1: Right. Anyway, so Hai is going to use her followers to do a coup. Like, maybe the next day, probably, they have the coronation for Eliza. Eliza comes up with uh, the Obsidian guy. Uh, He's going to be her mate, because Balance-
0: Even though she just said, I'm leaving for Batia," they're all like, I don't Fuck is happening
1: right even though uh, even though that hoop has been set up in previous books where they won't accept a political marriage and we just saw her publicly fuck off with her girlfriend but anyway
0: <laughs> but I guess we're ignoring
1: that now but I guess it doesn't matter it's fine uh yeah Eliza's going to claim the throne high steps forward no Eliza I'm the queen now. And Eliza's like, whoa, I don't like that. But, you know. Fuck you, High. I'm not going to start a civil war over it. And you appear to have supporters here. So I guess you win.
0: I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> so
1: High becomes queen. Eliza fucks off because she doesn't want to start a civil war.
0: And then the worst chapter in existence, chapter 17, happens.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely one two punch assassinating both zanika assassinating zanika right in front of her completely assassinating zanika fucking terrible i hate it this is absolutely the worst part of the plot like when i got to this point (laughs) your
0: meme was perfect
1: i would have fucking stopped reading this i hated this scene so much zane is obviously understandably upset because he's
0: not been Diante for like forty eight hours now.
1: <laughs> that High has just publicly humiliated Eliza and stolen her throne. He gets up on the stage, tries to hit High because you know serpents. Vere stops him. So instead, Danica hits High, and then calls her a mongrel, like the worst. Oh slur. my god! I was
0: so fucking mad. It's like, did you seriously? When you have your daughter.
1: She has a whole speech. I'm not going to read it because we don't have the time. And it's awful. She has a whole speech that's like, here are the reasons why I'm actually not racist, but I'm going to call <laughs> you this extremely racist slur that also She's applies to my She's one of those mothers who are like,
0: no, my children are half something that isn't white.
1: Right? i'm not racist but i am going to call you this slur um to your face in front of everybody yeah it's fucking terrible if i was
0: nissius i would be like this is awful and i hate it
1: oh yeah no and like i read a bunch of goodreads reviews like all of oh, the yeah. ones that were not five stars mentioned this scene nobody liked it okay. <laughs> it's awful it's the worst it's really terrible because like hey you know those characters from the finger
0: quotes good books fuck them yeah. What if they were racist assholes who were pissed off that their daughter tried to come back, and then this other one was like, "Actually, it's my right." Yep. 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 Um, They're just mad because it is her right.
1: And like, I could almost, almost be on board with this as like, "Oh, actually, you know, your heroes also have bad opinions." But like, there's no. But that's not point. the point of the book. There's no point. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just Danica and Zane being shitty and like fantasy racist, but in a way that resonates so much more than it does in other books, specifically because of High's struggle with her like biracial heritage. Like, yeah. this is the worst thing that you could say to High and Danica. Because High is
0: like, so already on board with being like, you're right, I am awful.
1: Yeah, I am the worst mixed-race person in the world. You're correct. And that and you're just like, no, hi,
0: stop. Right? Um, the only thing that was, I think, in this chapter and good was Ver being able to call out Zane about, like, um, actually, I do know your fucking laws because I was, like, six and we were waiting for you to marry my aunt, mm-hmm. Adelina. And... Then you, I mean, I know we all know what happened. You know, She tried, like you said, to commit regicide. Uh, but then you executed her instead of marrying her and you married this lady. Right. Like, so. Looks
1: bad to us. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Right? Like, we were trying. I was there. I was a kid. You killed my aunt. Fuck you. Of course, I know your fucking laws. I was ready to become part of this society yeah. and not have to be fucking traveling around running in the goddamn woods whenever your fucking police came after us because right. you thought we had a fucking criminal because we're a band of criminals and that's all we do that's all we are yeah 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 no it sucks i hate the this chapter coding in this book oh my god
1: <laughs> yes literally the worst um but the plot moves on so highest queen almost immediately she sees ke and realizes oh shit i'm ke's mom I now too fuck. Have fire. i too can become pregnant and produced but i'm mixed race so that's bad
0: so why don't you just not have sex with this dude
1: Right. But like the whole thing again with the Serpiente is like, oh, we need a breeding couple to be rulers. Otherwise, it doesn't count. I hate it.
0: Because especially as you pointed out to me at one point, like Zane and Danica have she's been unable to have another child for 20 years. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, oh, you can't have
1: an infertile couple being um, rulers. I'm like, yeah, but Zane was the ruler like up until three days ago. So what are you talking about?
0: Right? Like, my thought is, what happened if Eliza had, like, died when she was, like, six and, like, drowned? They imply this. They would have had to take a new wife. And then it's like, oh, cool. Uh, You killed Adelina back in the day. Mm -hmm. Again, back to the whole bullshit of this world. Well, we won't allow a political marriage. Okay, so do you- can you take courtesans? Like, are you allowed to have mistresses? But no, 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 no. Royal couples are are- Bound with this perfect, true love. Okay, well, if your child dies and your wife cannot have another child, you're fucked. What are you going to fucking do? Yeah, yeah. Because anybody else, they're going to be like, mmm, that's, that's a little sus there, bro.
1: Yeah, right. I know, right? Like, we ship you guys, but if you can't have kids, mmm.
0: Yeah. You're going to have to work Gotta go. That. Like, can't adopt, you know, can't say, mmm, well, I'll stay king, but but my, my nephew, Salem, you know, who's nine, he can be uh, my heir.
1: Except that Nicias telling Eliza that she could adopt implies that they would accept that.
0: I know, there's so much bullshit, bullshit world building that I do not understand. Why does it have to be, no, this is the way and it always has been and always will be. Literally, the first book was about what if we didn't always do things the way they were supposed to be, supposedly forever and always.
1: Well, like we've said in previous books, it feels like we keep running into these invisible walls where it's like, no, you can't go this way because infertility. No, you can't go this way because um um the Obsidian Guild. No, you can't go this way because X or Y or Z.
0: Where The easy, obvious answers are just be like, I'm adopting this Cobra kid.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know?
0: He's my heir. He's my protege. Right. Th- that's it. The fucking end.
1: Right. Right. Okay. But anyway- it's- Maddening. It it really is. It's hard to the plot stuff is really hard to read. So, uh, High realizes, oh shit, I'm the mom. She decides that her only solution to this is to save Salem. Um, Nicias is obviously like really mad at her because you know she did coup his you know GF, <laughs> but High uh goes to see Salem. She runs into Nicias there and she's like, Nicias, I fucked up. I kept trying to fix the future, but you know, it keeps happening, man, so I'm going to actually fix it this time. <laughs> Watch my back. <laughs> He's like, all right. All yeah, right. He's like, mm, I don't, I'm not a fan of you, but I'm nice guy, you know? So, Hai dives into Salem. She discusses uh, magic, no magic, no soul, et cetera, et cetera. Ultimately, what she does is give him uh, her magic, which she doesn't, like, realize in the moment. Like, that's a revelation. Yeah. But she does what she needs to do, and she saves Salem. Uh, She wakes up, I think, like, they say, like, three days this later. This is the only
0: moment where I feel like, yes, several days happened, because they tell us. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to give this book happened over the course of a week.
1: Sure. That sounds reasonable. So she wakes up. Her and Nissius go to find out that, yes, Salem is awake. They're
0: happy. They're celebrating. And then, oh, fuck. Scree! Look in the sky. Okay, can I just ask, why is Sharsa's whole mercy here? We know there's only four of them. Who's watching the fucking Empress? Araceli's mercy? I don't know.
1: I, I also don't understand why they're all there, because, like, literally nobody talks except for Lillian and Darien and one guy who's there to get slapped into oblivion. So, like,
0: why? <laughs> they're all so impatient for falcons who are like... I mean, granted, they hate being off the island, but... I would expect them to be like, okay, we're going to sit down in your marble square in front of your fucking wyvern statue and just meditate until you come up with a fucking idea.
1: I mean, that would be cooler because I like the idea of them being just, like, statues who can wait indefinitely to fulfill their roles. But also, they're like, uh, our empress said this, so if you're not going to come now, we're just going to, like, take you. Because why is there even a question
0: you know. Yeah, they're like, no, we were sent to get you. Yeah, chop chop. I, I like if if they said Darian and Lily and and the others were like cringing or something, and High being like, oh, I could see the bonds of the magic of the task that Jarsa put upon them, being like, every time you say we can't do this thing, it hurts us. We have to either do it or be released, like something. But it was not because Darian was just like. Wait, wait, wait. Let her make a decision.
1: I feel like, you know, Darian has the autonomy anyway. I'm just eternally amused by the extras who are there to just be like, guys, why are we asking? We don't do
0: this on on me. (laughs) Shut up, child. (laughs) There's also that too, right? Like, uh, they don't mention it here, but it just occurred to me. How old are these other people? Did you smack a 12 year old? Oh
1: my God. I would love if it was Darian, Lillian, and two four year olds. Mm.
0: They would need to be at least seven.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. I would love
0: that. But, like, a seven-year-old and a ten-year-old show up with Lillian and Darian, and it's like, shut up, Wesley! (laughs) I think Falcons must consider you a child from the ages of, like, six and under. Probably. Maybe Kay is, like, eternally six for that reason. Sharsa and Araceli are just, like, chomping at the bit, being like, soon as you look like you're seven, we're gonna fucking stab you. (laughs) Couldn't have been ten when your magic showed up. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it. Okay, so darian is like hi we felt it you got rid of that gross cobra part of you you're pure you fucking pure falcon now you can come to the island and live the life that you've always wanted and, and uh, deserved everyone's like this is all true this is what i've always wanted so the next like three chapters i want to say are high just like do i want this what is a baby anyway <laughs> Like, she has a bunch of flashbacks. She, like, reconsiders her life. She has a mental meeting with Sharsa where she sort of works out her mommy issues.
0: It's only two chapters, by the way. I'm looking at it. It is 22, 23, and then we're at the epilogue. It feels so much longer. It does. Hai
1: basically just, like, has all of her character stuff, like, come back up and she has to, like, decide who she wants to be. She confronts Sharsa and she's like, "If you want me there, I will go there <sighs> This
0: was so this was so sad to me. <laughs> oh, it was super
1: sad. this is like I appreciate, like, this this specific part. None of the rest of it is, like, comfortable <laughs> for me. But, like, this this bad relationship with my mom, who I'm eternally trying to make happy but will never acknowledge me, like, I like this.
0: Right. She's not even my real mom. She's just kind of my stepmom, but she's the person who fucking raised me.
1: Right. And then, like, my real mom has never really cared about me, and, like, I've never cared about pleasing her. Like, her mom's stuff, I enjoy. Um, Yeah. High is a pretty
0: good character.
1: Oh, yeah. And, like, I 100% appreciate the fucking character growth that happens in this book. So High, you know, asks Sharsa, do you want me there? Sharsa can't say that she wants her there.
0: Because Echo will literally be like, mm, you
1: lying, babe. Right. And that's the whole thing, is that Sharsa doesn't actually want her there. Sharsa just really likes Darian.
0: Sharsa likes Darian, and I'm pretty sure it's implied, too, that Sharsa wants High there because High can see what she did. True.
1: And also, Sharsa knows that Darian wants Hai there.
0: Which is so funny because Hai is like, my mother doesn't give a fuck about me. But Sharsa's like, no, no, no. If I can get you on my side and here and Pure Blood Falcon so that, like, on Meek's laws won't be pissy, Darian will be happy. But, like, Darian spent 25 years Fucking trying to cause a coup, and it's like y'all are so messy,
1: <laughs> right? And the like other sad thing for high specifically is that like Darian says a lot of really hurtful stuff about caring about high, like in
0: spite of her serpiente. Ness. Oh my god, like, at some point she literally says, like, the curse of your father's blood. I loved him, but I hated what he gave you. And I'm like,
1: ew, 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 ew. Right? All this falcon supremacist shit. And this is, like, the first time that it's really questioned. Like, Nicias did it a little bit in falcon dance, but as we discussed in that podcast, he ended on, like, fairly decent terms with them. <laughs> Up to and including, I guess, it justifies the ends, you know? Right. That like, sure does sound right. I may visit to see my auntie again. No worries. But Hai, like, firmly rejects it. Like, Hai sees it for what it is. Thanks. You fuck. don't actually, like, love me. You, you know, my being part Cobra will always make me lesser in the eyes of your people. Yeah, I didn't
0: wake up and suddenly stop having Cobra eyes and hair. Right. We saw it, too, with um the way Araceli reacted in, I think, Snake Charm to Ray slash Sebastian where it was like oh she'll always see the way that crows feature Mar, my yeah. my falcon face like we know them we know they're assholes we know they're racist right but Hai is like I'm not going to subject myself to that
1: life even though it's what I've always wanted like I am choosing to do what's best for me and to and I love this for her yes and to like acknowledge my cobrianna and not hate it anymore. So she tells Darian to
0: fuck off. She tells Sharsa to fuck off.
1: She, you know, Nissius is going to stay with her and stay in Wyvern's court.
0: Well, also she like kind of saw the future too of being like, if I go there and Nissius wants to come with me, that's what they want. They want me to bring him and then they've got him.
1: Right. These are all things that, like, will all benefit the Falcons, and High would normally do it because, you know, in the beginning of the book, High only cares about the Falcons and Falcon values. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the book, High cares enough about being treated well to not subject herself to that to benefit right. the Falcons.
0: Good for her. Yes. She cares about Salem. She cares about Civ.
1: She cares about Wyvern's court. Yeah. Uh, because, as the book explicitly says, High is also a Wyvern,
0: so... Yep. She does get a nice little Rasika moment at the very end of her, uh, before the epilogue. Oh, I am Keisha Ra. Yeah, yeah, she's telling off Darian. And she's just like, I am this. And I'm like, mm, so (laughs) Rasika.
1: Yeah. So, Sharsa gives her permission to stay in Wyvern's court. Darian is upset, but, you know, Darian can't do shit about it. So, (laughs) uh, the Falcons leave, and, uh, Hai stays in Wyvern's court, And then the epilogue is... I love
0: that Darian was like, I never thought you'd fucking choose this.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Because Darian was like, Falcons, best. Best team ever. So uh, epilogue, it's a, a few weeks later, question mark, months maybe? Months.
0: Months later, I still sometimes woke in the night.
1: Okay. And they all gather together at the obsidian camp with Betia and um, Eliza and Siv comes and Nicias comes and Salem and his uh, mate Rosalind. 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 And uh, she's apologizing to Veer because she's like, yeah, two people told you we're going to be king. And then we both (laughs) said no. So sorry. She's like, y'all
0: came out bad on this one. He's like, no, I didn't. I didn't want (laughs) to be king.
1: Right? I do love that, though, because the plot hot potato of, like, ruling the Serpientes was such a fucking clusterfuck that at the end (laughs) they have to be like, "Oh, sorry, Obsidian. And he's like, nah, it's fine.
0: Yeah, He's like, I didn't really want that. I was just gonna make that sacrifice for my people.
1: I just want you to stop trying to kill us.
0: Right? Is that so much to fucking ask? Also, Eliza and Betia are not there. They're not. Yeah, no, she's only mentioned. It is Salem, Rosalind, Nicias, the Obsidian Guild, the exiled falcons from the candle shop, Siv, and her Serpiente companion.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, but no Betia and no Eliza.
1: Right, because of an inconsequential thing that I did not discuss that happened earlier in the plot. So... Yeah, they're around the campfire. They do some chatting about how great it is, that there are so many different factions here, and maybe we can live in peace.
0: Right. He's like, you'll see Meivra, Kieshara, Meek, and the descendants of Alistar standing together. But tomorrow, eh, but if tomorrow the fight starts again, at least they'll remember. And I was like, oh my god.
1: That doesn't, that's not, but they'll still be killing each other. Literally, right. doesn't matter. Hey,
0: y'all remember that one time we all stood in the forest together? That Which was, was not great. Nice.
1: I'm going to stab you now and all your kids. Are <laughs> cool. So, stab. hi. Gets up on the dais. She uh, does her dance because uh, Eliza and Nicias fixed her wings. She spreads her falcon wings that are cobra colors. And isn't that just a perfect encapsulation of her biracialness? Except it's not because her cobra's gone. And Mm -hmm. she does a brief Sakri where we get like a thousands of years in the future look at the Mavra question mark.
0: Do you wanna know? I mean, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So uh, in the Ebony books, which inspired the books that became the Mavra, there was Harakesha Kobriana as one of the main characters in Ebony. And there was Alistair Chardet. Yeah, I know. That's the name.
1: Mm-hmm. Alistair
0: 2. Alistair 2. Aubrey 2. Uh, both of these women were enslaved to the vampire Gabriel, who some of you may remember from Midnight Predator. And if you've read the Mavra*, from the Mavra*, both of these women became enslaved by him and became friends. And Hara helped Ashley, was the name that. Gabriel called her, like taking her, her cultural name away from her. So the two of them escape with the help of Malachi. At least that was how it was before. I don't remember how it goes in the Maybra. Um, And, and in is the book three TV that we saw things through. <laughs> he is a white viper falcon. So he has prophecy. And Hara and Ashley and Malachi get away and Ashley, now Alistair again, you know, ends up taking Malachi as her mate because he's like, I will follow no queen, but this one, this one's real pretty. I will follow her. This one's hot. I like this one. But the problem was in the Ebony books, which didn't happen. So all of this could change if the author ever decides to do more with that series. Alistair... And Hara were still technically considered by the Katama line of vampires, which Jessica was part of with the Midnight series. All of these words sound like nothing if you don't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) and this is amazing. Uh, But you do, you know. um, Mm -hmm. Once you've been enslaved by a vampire, if they don't let you go, and kind of even after if they do, you're now their property. It's gross. Um, And you're... Your children, your ancestors, or your rather your descendants, not ancestors, uh, are also their property. So when Malachi and Alistair have a kid, she's real sad about it because, like, she knows that Gabriel could come at any point in time. And also she still kind of misses him because she's got some Stockholm Syndrome and wants to go back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hara and her are friends, and Hara's like, no, don't do that. And there's a scene in Ebony, and like I said, this could change. This is all just behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, but, like, we do see this scene in Wyvern Hale of Harakish Cobriana as Diente of the Serpiente, having reclaimed her throne after being, you know, a slave. Um, enslaved, rather. Um, with Alastair and Malachi's daughter. Um, so, like, that's the pretty image of, like, oh, there's a hawk-viper child... It's a hawk-viper-falcon child and the hawk mother and the viper-falcon father feeling very trusting with their child, with the cobra diente, right? Very pretty. But the way it had previously (laughs) seen, the sakri she had seen, was Alistair being like, I'm going to go back to Gabriel. I mean, it wasn't that specifically, but it was seeing Hara stab Alistair because she wouldn't let... Alistair go back to Gabriel. Wait, that was the at the epilogue? Yes. Ollie! I knew you were gonna say that. (laughs) I called it. Why? Because the idea of not knowing whether or not it was the original Alistair or not. Hmm. That the image was kind of this, like, Alistair being stabbed by a Cobriana woman. Because we never saw that in Wyvern Hale or anywhere else ever, we never saw how Alistair died. Mm-hmm. But because you know we didn't, we don't have Ebony at this point um, in time in 2007, and um, later the Maver, of course, doesn't reveal those facts. Um, it would have been read as the first Alistair mm-hmm. being being killed, and so the I'm from what I remember, the editor was like, "Let's not end on how the war began." Because it it didn't talk about like so in this epilogue it says, um it was a strange world taken over by humanity and stretching farther than anyone had imagined. Vast oceans, uncertain continents, machines that did the work of men, what an incredible world it had become in the centuries since my own life. Like, it didn't say that, it didn't give you a time period, so it wasn't it wasn't clear that it was Hara and Ashley Alistair. But that was originally what i thought was very good and funny why what was the what was the point the point was because the whole fucking series was just inconsequential to me that's super shitty (laughs) i know that's a
1: shitty ending the only thing that redeems this series honestly for me is this ending, which, like, you know, as a reader, you don't know. Yeah, it does end more hopeful. Yes. You don't know any of the midnight stuff. All you see is, like, sometime in the future, post-industrial, there will be a, a hawk and an a obsidian and a cobra, and they'll be happy. Which is still not great, because, like, then it takes... That means it takes thousands of years to get there, which is yeah. stupid. But...
0: At least it's because something. you know that, like, or like Wolf Cry, where Eliza was like, "Show me a time where I find love, comma and take a mate." That high must have been like, "Show me a time in the future when we're not all fighting," and that it was like, "Hold on, flip, 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 flip." Ah, uh, it's like eighteen ninety. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, takes here a you while. go. Yeah,
0: yeah I no, know. it sucks that this is like the early six hundreds and. It's going to take until the 1890s.
1: Yes, it sucks. But at least it's something because, like, the, like, Wyvern Hill ends on a note of, like, and it, it says it, and I don't think that it walks the walk, but at least it says it. Um, The most precious gift of all is freedom, and we're going to, like, try to be free and not fall to the bonds of fate or whatever. We're not, we're going to reject the Falcons fatalism and embrace the idea that maybe we can make it together. And because of that, I do feel like I have to eat a little bit of shit from my rant at the end of the last episode, because at the very least, the author is trying to present a hopeful ending that is not rooted in like the shitty colonialism of the Falcons. So clap, 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 clap for
0: that. <laughs> Yeah, no, for for sure, this is this is the ending that should have existed in Wolf Cry though, and we didn't need Wyvern Hill.
1: I would agree with yes, I would agree with most of that. I like High's character arc, but from like a series perspective, it doesn't really move the series forward at all, and it doesn't change anything from the end of Wolf <laughs> Wyvern Cry.
0: Hill fixes the end of Wolf Cry in the sense that we're still where we were with Wolf Cry, but at least we're hopeful about the future and we know that it'll be okay. <laughs> in 2000 years.
1: Right, but even like even Eliza's hopeful speech at the end of Wolf Cry that could have been enough not knowing about the Maevra, because then it's like, oh, I'm gonna leave you guys and maybe eventually in a few
0: generations we'll know peace. Like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, but I hated that. And I and I know I mentioned it in the last podcast too. I hated that she was just like, I'm gonna leave you to yourselves, I guess, and maybe in the future you'll be able to handle a fucking wyvern queen. <laughs> but with no like indication of how you're gonna do that, no structure like her parents before her. That's true. Like at least high rejects the racism but only mm-hmm. after not having the magic like she's still biracial mm-hmm. she's still you know the child of Kobriana and darian but like at least she's like fuck you fate doesn't control us yeah and
1: i do appreciate that there's more mm, like showing of a gathering here with the the group at the obsidian camp So, yeah, like, I I personally don't like that the timestamp is so far ahead. Like, I think that part sucks. But, yeah, at least there's a little more action towards, like, making a collaborative effort, you know? Yeah. But, listen, I do have questions, right? Because, like, Mm -hmm. the book tells us that, like, oh, Hai is embracing her to cultural heritages. She is, like, rejecting the Falcon's fatalism She sort of calls into question because very early in the book, High is like, oh, yeah, the Serpiente Avian War was totally justified. And I believe that. And then at the end of it, she's kind of like, well, I don't have the power that the Falcons decided it was appropriate for Serpents to have. Like she at least acknowledges that like that was a choice of the Falcons and not like fate itself. Right. Yeah. So that's fucking something. The fucking crumbs in this book. (laughs) But like, my other question is this, like, so, um, Siv, after she boots Prentice, has spent time, like, not spent time, it's just implied that she's gonna hook up with this unnamed serpent. Oh, that made me so
0: sad. I'm like, why didn't we
1: name this guy? But good question. Why does this person not have a name? Question part
0: two, what happens to Siv's kid? Right? And I think that's why there was the indication that maybe a sixth one would happen that would be from Siv's perspective. Right.
1: Because, like, fundamentally, no world rules have changed.
0: Yeah. Civ having, even if it's not a cobra, Siv having, as a hawk, a child with, like, a python would still be a problem. We know she has a kid. High has told us multiple times. The child's name is Alea.
1: Right. And, like, in one of those visions, isn't the serpent the dad? Yeah. So, like... We've averted this disaster. What happens when right. We're just
0: back at the end of Hawk Song, <laughs>
1: right? So we haven't fundamentally changed the magic that made Wolf Cry and Eliza a problem. We're just saying, "Oh, we settled this
0: disaster." Oh shit. Nope, nope, nope. I realized what it is. What? It's that a hawk will always breed true over lesser magics. Oh. And a cobra they were equal magics, so Aleia is just a hawk oh. but if you don't if you don't know that, if you're not like, "Oh, I see Burmese Python is recessive to hawk in every fucking way, you get this question
1: so then we so okay, so then snakes can marry birds and birds can marry snake, but a hawk can never be with a cobra for thousands of years
0: or ever, yeah. But they're the ones that need to be together. But again, I come back to the Falcons and the Cobras. And because of the Falcons now also, the Hawks need to make good and become friends with Maveskin, the Obsidian, the Vipers, the White Vipers. That is the only way to stop this bullshit. But no one ever presents it as a, as a, as a valid option. I mean,
1: I don't think there's a way for them to reunite the magic, honestly. Like, I feel like if there was, it would have figured into this somehow. I think that it's just, oh no, forever and ever. This is just never going to be able to be a thing. Sorry, that's the world rule. It's bullshit. Yeah, no, it sucks. All right. What do we, do we got? What do we got? Anything else? I mean,
0: so many things. I would, there's a, there's a lot, but the one thing I wanted to mention was that I, I said earlier that this book tries at least to be a romance mm-hmm. because Hai repeatedly is like, I love Nicias, I, li- I like him a lot. People, even Fair is like, if I thought I could compete with the the fucking dude who literally brought you back to life, mm-hmm. I would try to court you. And the reason it fails for me as a romance is that I don't believe that Hai actually is in love with Nicias. I think there's some trauma bonding, but that mostly mm-hmm. she's fetishizing him I mean, literally, there's moments where she's fetishizing him (laughs) and his pale skin and his white hair and his blue eyes. He is a prince. You have been raised on the island of fucking course. You're in love, you know, quote, quote with him. He also, again, is the man who brought you back from basically the dead and they don't have anything. I don't believe it. I think it's just like, you're my prince. La la la. It's just, it fails for me in that way. I feel like we would see this if we ever decide to read the Mancer series, that there's Mm -hmm. a lot that is like, these people don't feel like they fell in love. Mm -hmm. It feels like it is a convenience thing and left to her own devices if she hadn't been fucking brainwashed. Like if she had just been raised as a cobra, if Darian dropped her off, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think this would have happened. I think it's because she is a falcon, and raised to fucking bootlick the falcon monarchy. That that's why she feels this way about Nessius.
1: I 100% agree. I did not buy the romance, even though I, I definitely agree that, as with um uh, Elias and Betia, like they put a lot of like building blocks in there where it's like this should make sense. Like I should <laughs> look. I put the trope here. <laughs> why isn't like, it working? Right, and like Hi says, a lot of stuff about how she's in love with Nicias, and like I understand why she would be. I just never felt it, and I assume that's just because
0: the author's not great at writing romance. So yeah, I I don't think the author knows how to write a healthy romance in that kind of way.
1: Yeah, and I think also just the writing style doesn't lend itself to
0: it's the so kind it of doesn't have any emotions. Yeah, there's
1: just, it's not expressive enough, I don't think, to capture uh, a kind of romance that would make me feel feelings. Yeah, like
0: I, I, it's part of why I don't want to read the Mancer series, because it's <laughs> literally listed as a gay romance fantasy novels, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't fucking buy that for a minute. I bet it's filled with plot. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you on that.
1: Yeah. The only thing that I wanted to mention is that this book, as we've discussed, really drills down on High dealing with her carriages. Mm-hmm. Her character arc is basically going from like hating her Serpiente self to accepting her Serpiente self, but that also involves literally getting rid of her Serpiente <laughs> self. And even though I appreciate the ways in which High comes to accept and cherish her Serpiente culture, I am not a fan of
0: how she literally gets rid of it. She literally can't be a serpent anymore once she finally accepted it.
1: Yeah, and I I guess you could look at it and be like, oh, well, she gave it to, you know, Salem, like she literally embodied her her Serpiente-ness into somebody who mattered to her. And like, Maybe that could be true, and maybe that's a good analysis. I just know that the idea of high having to literally get rid of her Serpiente magic to exist and have, like, a full
0: life makes me grossed out. I fully agree. Even her being able to have her wings healed by Nicias and Eliza helping her can't happen until the Serpiente is gone. Yeah, hold on. I do want to get the exact phrasing because I don't want to get this wrong. Because my magic was finally under control, they had been able to work together to heal them. Mm-hmm. Like that is awful that it's like you cannot be in control until you've gotten rid of it. You can't appreciate what you have until it's gone, I guess.
1: Well, and also the idea that she says multiple times, which is that her serpiente magic is in conflict with her falcon magic, and that's sort because of Because her what Falcon magic her... is
0: quote unquote whole. And her serpent magic is, like, not because half of it's in, I don't know, some avian somewhere.
1: Right. And and also that just the conflicting natures of Anne Hammerack and Ann Meek, even though you would think that it would be more of a yin-yang thing, but whatever. They just don't mesh, and that's what causes Hai to sort of have all of her personal issues, um... I mean, I, I feel like this requires more analysis from somebody who maybe has more experience having and living with multiple cultures. Yeah,
0: she's basically white passing in this world.
1: No, she's not white passing. Like her not being white passing is explicitly. Oh, I'm sorry. A You're right. She's
0: not white passing. She has been wanting to be white passing. Let me rephrase right. it that way. She has lived in a world of white people, and they're like, "You're too dark." She literally says at one point, "My features were too dark." Mm-hmm. But now her magic would allow her to be Falcon passing. It's sort of. <laughs> Except that she visually is still quote unquote too dark.
1: Right. Like, she passes enough to be accepted on the island, but everybody would still know and still discriminate against her because of the way she looks. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's weird, and I appreciate Hai coming
0: to love herself, but... asterisks. I know you've mentioned before wanting, like... God, why isn't this, like, series more, like, I understand why it's not, but, like, why aren't there people actually talking about this series so that we could then go read their articles? Yeah. Because uh, it would be great to have actual analysis on this book from people who are biracial or POC.
1: Absolutely. I I would love to see somebody smarter than me dig into this series and really look at it, but nobody... <laughs> Nobody wants to, like, it didn't even happen for Maeve Ra when the Maeve Ra came out,
0: so... Right, and the Maeve Ra was pretty much, like, about that. I can't remember if the first book's character was biracial, but definitely the second and third book were by biracial shapeshifters. Well,
1: yeah, and they absolutely came out in the era of think
0: pieces talking about and it. stuff, but, like, yeah. it's just, nobody did. Nobody cared. So, That yeah. is, we are the only ones talking about it, like... <laughs>
1: I want to be a jerk.
0: But listen, the point is that there are no resources. There's not. I wish there were because I would really like to have been having these conversations more coherently. Like mm-hmm. it, it sucks to look at this book and be like, wow, there's stuff that I would really like to talk about, but I do not have the authority. Nor do I have the ability to research what other people have said about it to be able Absolutely. to be like, did you know that this was a thing that someone picked up on and pointed out?
1: Right. Uh, citations, please.
0: Right. No.
1: So, uh, yeah. I Is there anything else that you would like to touch on?
0: Um, There was a little bit of, like, slut shaming on High mm-hmm. from Nicias that also made me really uncomfortable with the way the two of them interacted. Mm-hmm. Uh where he, he like, commented about, I see how you turn to other men, but we only ever saw her turn to Opal, and, I don't know, I thought that that was pretty shitty of Nicias to do. I just wanted to, like, stand up for high on that one, to be like, <laughs> fuck you, you don't get to decide what is and is not her right. She just wants to fucking cuddle with you so that her nightmares don't exist. Like, it's your right to say no, Nicias, but, like, you don't have to be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, Eliza, why do you have to keep fucking having kids? We know you're not bi.
1: Yeah, I hate that.
0: So e- the fact that every time there was a future where she had a kid, I'm just like, that's gross to me that this gal who is not bisexual, not pansexual, she's only interested in women. Mm-hmm. And I don't think trans people exist in this world. So the fact that she keeps having kids is just like, ew. <laughs> You fucked dudes who you were like, "All right, I'm literally doing this to have a kid." I feel so bad for her. Um, and all, in the futures, we never saw Betty. Betty wasn't there. Right. Again, she's just a fucking sexy lamp that Eliza can talk to.
1: <laughs> yep, it sucks. All right, so Ollie, mm-hmm. would you recommend Wyvern Hill slash the Kieshara? All
0: right, so reading the book. I kept thinking about the fact that if I didn't know Falcon Dance and Wolf Cry, it might be okay if confusing. <laughs> because of how much of Wyvern Hale was high working on, and this is difficult, but high working on just what she knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason it's difficult is because like she's a TV, she can literally just like flip channels and and like learn shit, right? But she's got the Jessica problem of, I'm mostly tuned into the person who is the most powerful, which is Sharsa, and seeing shit about the Dasi. She wasn't like, munch munch munch, gonna watch what what's up with Eliza, munch munch munch, gonna watch what's up with Nicias. She doesn't know everything that happened in Falcon Dance and Wolf Cry, and that's really clear. At one point, she asked a question in, in the prose, I forget what, but she was like, what, this happened? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That tells me you don't know everything. <laughs> so minus all of the squicky ways in which the biracial sh- shit for her is like, I don't know how to feel about this. It doesn't feel great. Wyvern Hale on its own might be an okay book, but you need like so much of the rest of the series to understand it. I feel like I would recommend this book to someone to be like, hey, you're interested in fantasy books. This is the last book in a series and I want to know your opinion. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you've never read the rest of it. But I wouldn't be like, holy shit, you need to read Wyvern Hale. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think it's too connected to the other books in the series. So much happens. It's very confusing. So it's like a soft no. It's like a nah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. Kieshara overall... No, there's like no need. <laughs> there's fun moments in mm, everything but Snake Charm. Like as I, I, I think there was maybe some fun stuff in Wolf Cry. Yeah, I think like the twist of like, oh no, I kidnapped myself, and the lions was interesting and shit like that. But overall, it's like, eh, you know, everyone, everyone quotes it as like, oh, I love Hawk Song. It was so romantic. But like we read it, it doesn't actually have a romance. Um. The world building is interesting. Like, I want to say the world building (laughs) is great, but then we get to something like Wyvern Hale where they're, ah, but you see, because this rule that we've never mentioned before. And you're just like, what is it? Which is it? I don't understand you. So it's like, I would play a game (laughs) in the Kieshara.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I would maybe run a game in the Kieshara. Fuck knows I have way too much information in my head on this series. <laughs> For no reason. But that, like, the book series itself, I wouldn't even tell my players to read it because I would want them to just, <laughs> like, read the manual instead. How about you, Wyvern and the Kieshera?
1: I love that we've come to the, the conclusion of, like, what if RPG? Hmm? <laughs> What if RPG? What if not these stories? But what like what if make your own stories? What if just this world? Like what if just hawk snake, falcon,
0: wolf, right, tiger, lion, shenanigans. Well, and like that was what happened on some of the the Yahoo group RPGs, right? Like mm-hmm. those were fun. Yeah, I I love
1: that because then I feel like like if there had been an RPG first, which obviously is not like why these were created, so it wouldn't have happened, but yeah. in this alternate universe, I, I would love us to just be like, Oh, this RPG is really good. I would love to see somebody write stories for this and then like the monkey's paw twists and then we get <laughs> like, like the Kishara
0: or the Mavra. That would be
1: hilarious.
0: Right, then it would be fun being like, oh, dip, they're including, like, shit with, like, the dossies being mentioned on, like, how the, how our gods that we worshipped, you know, like, might be worshipped later.
1: Oh, neat. <laughs> and then us being like, oh, you know, I've never really thought about how kind of fucked up the and hawks' origin are. That's super weird. Right. <laughs> but uh, for these books themselves, it's honestly really hard to say because let me tell you right now. I'm so fucking tired of thinking about these books. Mm. I want to put them in a trunk somewhere and never look at them again. (laughs) I'm going to look at this book again 15 years from now and be like, wow, you're still in such good condition. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, if somebody asked me, like, hey, should I read the Keisha Ra? I would be like, no. Because, you know, we've read all of these books and, like, we maybe liked Falcon Dance and... Uh, you know, there are parts of Wolfcry. There are parts of Wyvern Hill that I appreciate conceptually. But here's the thing. One, aside from the end of Wolfcry, none of this connected with me emotionally except to make me super angry. <laughs> for your child self. <laughs>
0: well, just for the shitty way that it ignores the rest of the series. Yeah. I do feel like High was like done dirty a little bit because there was a lot of hate for her on the boards in the fandom. Like the fandom did not like High. Oh yeah, I didn't like High. Yeah, she was a hard character to like at the time. I
1: agree that that's unfair and probably misogynist. Um, Yeah,
0: because she's
1: definitely messy. Yeah, High is messy, and High is not a bad character. Like she's a good perspective for these books. I do not hate High anymore. So hey,
0: that's something. Yeah, right, right. And like I said, she does what she does because she thinks she has to, because she doesn't know Falcon Dance, she doesn't know Wolf Cry. Like, she's definitely making choices, being like, I, ha- I-, I have to do this, I don't know what else to do. That's good.
1: Yeah, no, Hyde's choices are all understandable, it's the other fuckers that don't make <sighs> the choices. But um, I feel like, if I'm not emotionally connecting, I can't really tell other people, like, oh, you'll love all these great characters. Right, because they're not. And... Like, I'm not a big fan of the story, obviously, and there are probably much better versions of these books written by people who know what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. Well, routinely in the discussions that you would have over the course of these, you mentioned that the author said, you know, it's not a political statement, it's not a political statement. Literally, the books are only about politics, so what are you doing?
1: Well, and... Uh, you sent me a tweet from a few years ago, I want to say 2019, where the author said, oh, I was actually talking about like, cultures not being assimilated. Um, yeah. And it's like, whoops, where? <laughs> <laughs> I would, like, maybe it's, it's a fault of me. Uh, not coming from that perspective, but like, and I can kind of see that at the end where they're all sitting around the campfire, enjoying each other's company and not being the same culture. But like the closest analog for me is race, right? For these, these problems that they're having. So when you're telling me like these two cultures can't blend, and that's a good thing actually, because (laughs) uh, we should appreciate each culture by itself. I would be like, okay, but like It sounds
0: like you're anti-race mixing, which is real weird. Right, it's weird because it's like, it's on the one hand, it's like, oh, you can't mix races. And then, like, on the other hand, it's like, but they can't possibly fucking live next to each other. So it's like, what is your point? Do you want them to blend? Do you not want them to blend? Do you want some of them to blend? Do you want them to, like live alongside each other enough that it's, like, it's cool if, like, your snake kid is like, mom, I think I'm in love with this other boy and he's an avian. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't feel like maybe
1: there's a super clear vision.
0: Because I think at the time that the, you know, where it was
1: being written, that didn't exist. Right. So, you know, maybe these are, uh, you know, I'm working stuff out and, like, that's cool. But then you've got, like, these really messy books that, uh,
0: they're probably better versions of this elsewhere. I hope so. And if the you know anybody knows them, that'd be cool.
1: Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be a no on that. I do appreciate not hating high anymore. Me too. Um, I'm gonna move on to our next series and happily not think about these books for a long time.
0: <laughs> We're gonna like do two more seasons and then be like, all right, guess it's time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, we've got two more seasons <laughs> that we eventually have to get to, but we can take a break, okay? We can read something else. I mean... Uh, I know, but,
1: but, like, we gotta get through it. Eventually. But not now, because I don't want to think
0: about it. Correct. We don't have to deal with these books for a while. All right. Well, I'm Ollie. And... <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Olivier Hennes, or you can follow Backless Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's good, too. You yep. should definitely come chat with us about these books.
1: Yeah. No, you can talk to us about Keisha. Okay, sure. It's fine. It's fine. Well, like, I do want to
0: talk about them with people, but, like, I also understand the, like, now that we're done with this one, it's like, okay, I'm good. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: yeah then you know what talk to us about whatever you want we'll talk back all right um you can follow me on twitter at endless underscore run um and you can also follow us on patreon com slash backlist and chill thank you to all of our patrons we super we appreciate you. your support we love you and thanks for hanging in with us uh while we ravage this series at a bunch of people super duper like so yeah you know. <laughs> but was
0: it a bunch of people
1: well uh, listen a significant portion i feel of maybe this is the, the first time we've had people us. talk
0: to us so like that is true right so minus small you know, but vocal previously yeah yeah we've we've had a new person talk to us so like yes yeah. that's cool all right we'll see you next time when we announce our next season season 7 bye. All right, bye